Are you fed up with the gay dating scene? And are you exhausted trying to find a decent man through bars, clubs, and dating apps? Listen, I hear you. Dating in this day and age can be exhausting. But the truth is, your dream man is out there and he is waiting for you. My name is Frank Macri and I've mentored thousands of single gay men from around the world. So how do you attract lasting love no matter your age or appearance? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answer. Welcome to Gay Dating Secrets. Let's get started. Hey everybody. I am excited for today's episode. I'm going to talk about open versus closed relationships. This is a big topic in the dating world, especially amongst gay men, and I'm ready to dive in. Now, I have just returned from a wonderful trip to Italy. I spent almost three weeks exploring Rome, Florence, Naples, Pisa, Pompeii, and I also got to visit my uncle who lives in southern Italy. And every day we'd go out and relax at one of the most beautiful beaches that I've ever been to in my entire life. So I am feeling so refreshed and I had such a blast down in Italy and I'm excited to bring you some fresh material. And this is a topic I've been wanting to talk about for some time. And I've been doing a lot of research. I've been doing a lot of uh, planning on how I wanted to talk about open versus closed relationships. So as I was planning out this episode, one of the things I did was I took a poll of 100 gay men and I asked them, do you prefer to be in an open or a closed relationship? What is your preference? And guess what the response was? I'm curious. Do you think more gay men prefer to be in an open relationship or in a closed relationship? Well, about 60% of the respondents said they preferred a closed relationship. And the other 40% preferred an open relationship. So while the majority of the gay men that I surveyed do prefer a closed monogamous relationship, there's a considerable portion that prefer an open relationship. So I want to talk about the difference between both of those and how to navigate your, your love life whether or not you are engaging in an open relationship, a closed relationship, or, or maybe you're in one type of relationship, but you're thinking of changing the status of that relationship. Now, I don't think there is a better or worse option when it comes to being open versus closed. It's really about you figuring out what's right for you and also being in alignment with your partner. Now, both a relationship that's open and closed they are doable. You can have a healthy, mature relationship that's either open or closed. This is really a matter of compatibility, Compatibility, knowing what you want and also knowing what your partner wants. Now, I will be honest with you. Years ago, if you were to ask me what I think about open relationships, I would probably have a lot of judgment about it. And I would say that I don't think that they're healthy. I don't think they work out. And uh, it's really just a cover-up for um, you know, not being able to openly talk about your needs with your partner. But I've been proven wrong and my views around this have changed because I've met many people who are in very healthy, open relationships, polyamorous relationships, and they're doing extremely well. So I, I'm going to talk about what is a closed relationship versus an open relationship. In this episode, I'm also going to talk about a term that I came up with called digitally open. 
And I think that's going to be a concept some of you might um, find useful when it comes to navigating your dating life. And I'm also going to talk about cheating, okay, and how to prevent cheating from happening. Now, a lot of the gay men that I've spoken to, a lot of those of you listening to this podcast who have messaged me, you've said that you've been hurt in the past because of a previous partner being unfaithful and cheating. So I'm going to talk about cheating a bit at the end of this episode as well. Now, when you are dating someone, it is very important to have a conversation with that guy about what your expectations are for a relationship. What is, a, what is allowable behavior and what is not allowable behavior. Now, you might be surprised when you have this conversation with a guy that you're dating because you may realize that your partner may find some things okay that you don't find okay. And they might find some things not okay that you find okay. So this is an important conversation to have when you're dating with someone. What is appropriate behavior? How are you allowed to engage with other men while you are dating that person, while you are in a relationship with that person, okay? So if you want to be open and your partner wants to be closed, there's a compatibility issue. And if you want to learn more about compatibility, you've got to listen to the episode on this podcast that's called Chemistry versus Compatibility. So many of you have messaged me and said that that episode changed so many things for you. So listen to chemistry versus compatibility if you want to learn more about really finding a a partner you're compatible with because open versus closed is one facet of compatibility. Now, I think that a lot of relationships today are too black and white and it's it's important to explore the in-between. It's important to define what a healthy relationship looks like for you and your partner. What is it that you really want? A lot of people are in closed relationships and they are not happy in those closed relationships, but they're afraid of the, of the alternative, which is to be fully open. And in this episode, I want to share with you how you don't have to be so black or white about your relationships. You can explore this with your partners and by having conversations, figure out what it is that you both want. Now, another reason why it's important to consider what type of relationship you want and having this conversation with your partner is because you can't really predict the future. You can't predict everything that you're going to want from a long-term relationship or for a relationship you want to be in for a lifetime. You're going to change and your partner's going to change. Your attraction is going to change. Your bodies are going to change. Your sexual needs and, and maybe, maybe even your kinks and your fantasies, those are all going to change over the course of your lifetime. And I want you to think about this for yourself. 10 years ago, did you have the same preference or type of guy that you, that you were attracted to? Did you look for the same exact qualities for the guys that you look to attract right now into your life? I know for me... 10 years ago, I had a very different type of man that I wanted to date, that I wanted to attract. So as you continue to go through life, you are going to change. Your desires are going to change. That is just the reality. And when you can accept that, it'll help you know how to approach your relationships with greater awareness. Now, do you expect, think about this question, do you expect 
whatever partner it is you have or you're, or you're going to attract into your life, do you expect your partner to fulfill all of those needs over the course of your lifetime? Right? Do you expect them to always fit into what you find attractive? And I'm not trying to lead you to one answer or another. I just want you to consider that question and see what it brings up for you. It's important to have these conversations with the guys that you're dating and and the men that you end up choosing to be in relationship with. Now, one tip I'm going to give you as before I even start talking about open and closed relationships and what they look like is to schedule a check-in with whoever it is you're dating or in a relationship with. Schedule a check-in every six months or even every year to see how well you feel like you and, you and your partner or partners are meeting each other's needs. How well are your emotional needs being met? How well are your sexual needs being met? And do you feel restricted at all in the relationship? Do you feel restricted sexually? Do you feel fulfilled sexually? Okay, so these are important things to consider when you're dating someone, knowing that you are going to change over time, your partner is going to change over time. So you might as well prepare for that in advance so that way you have a plan moving forward into your relationships. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about open relationships and then we'll talk a bit about closed relationships. So an open relationship is a relationship where you have you are open to having more than one partner and it might be a partner just sexually it might be a partner um emotionally okay so a lot of people when they think about an open relationship they think it means that you can sleep with whoever you want that you can date multiple people at the same time so there's so many different ways that you can explore an open relationship if that's what you want. So one of, there's physically open, which is what most people think about. And that is having some type of physical interaction with other men aside from the one man that you're dating. Now, you want to be very specific with the man that you're dating about what is allowable and what is not allowable behavior, okay? So you might find that you don't want them to have any kind of uh, anal sex with another man, but maybe it's okay if they cuddle with another guy. And that's really how specific you want to get. You want to think about all the different scenarios and talk about it with your partner if you want to have an open relationship. Is there a boundary around how open the relationship is? Is it okay for your partner to give someone a hand job? or receive a hand job, but maybe it's not okay for them to receive a blowjob or give a blowjob to someone else, okay? And notice when you, when you think about these scenarios, you're going to find that everyone, every human, every man is going to have their own limitations. You're going to find, uh, like, that doesn't feel good for me, or uh, that's, that brings up something for me, that brings up jealousy, that brings up fear, okay? So that is not okay for that to happen, but here's what is okay to happen, Okay? Now, that's what physically open means. It means having some type of physical interaction with other men aside from the one that you're in a relationship with. Now, there's also, now in this, in this day and age we live in where there's so many people that have on, online relationships, there's many people that uh, connect sexually through apps and through the internet. I think it's created this new way of, of exploring relationships 
And I call this being digitally open, okay? So being digitally open means that while you're not allowed to uh, engage physically and in person with other men, you are allowed to flirt or engage in sexual ways digitally with other men, okay? So for example, maybe you're in a, in a relationship with one man and you decide to have a form, a digitally open relationship or some form of this, which means that you might be allowed to do certain things through, through an app, through your phone, through your laptop. You may be allowed to like other men's photos or send flirty messages to other men online or send naughty photos or receive naughty photos, okay? This is what it looks like to be what I call digitally open. Now, you might find that this is something that you can get on board with and maybe your partner can get on board with if maybe you're afraid of the risk that comes with being physically open. Maybe you're concerned around um, sexually transmitted illnesses and diseases. Um, maybe you are concerned about things happening, especially with you know all of the things that go around today, COVID, monkeypox, all these things that you know concern people about around physical health. You might find that you could satisfy some kind of need by being digitally open but physically closed. Okay. So is it okay for the guy that you're dating? Is it okay for them to have a dating profile or a networking profile for any reason? Maybe they're allowed to have a profile on a certain app, but not on another app. Okay, so this is the type of conversation that you want to have when it comes to exploring. Do you want to be open, closed, or something in between, such as being digitally open? Okay, so I've talked about what it means to be physically open, which again, as a recap, is being able to have some type of physical engagement or interaction with another man. Again, you want to define with the men that you're dating what is allowable behavior, what is not allowable behavior. Digitally open is engaging with other men through an app or through the internet, but not physically. Okay. Now, some of you might be okay with all of it, being physically open, being digitally open, and all of that is okay. Right? So one of the things you want to do to further your own awareness as you're checking in with yourself and you're talking with your partner is you want to ask, you want to look into why. You want to look into why is it that part of you wants to be open? Okay, so this is where I'm not saying that it's a bad thing to be open. It's just interesting information for you to get from yourself. So why do you want to touch other men? Why do you want to send pictures to other men online, whatever is the behavior you desire, look into why. And whatever answer you come up with, do you like that reason? Do you like the reason why you are engaging in the behavior? And that's not about judging you. It's just about knowing if you really like the driver behind, behind your behavior, behind your decisions. You might get some information about yourself that you didn't have before. Okay? And it's also good to be clear about about this because you might find that this is something you can talk about with your partner. So for example, maybe you want to, to engage with some men online because you have a certain type of kink or fetish and you're afraid about talking about this kink or fetish with your partner because you don't know if they're going to be on board with it, if they're going to share the fetish, if they're going to judge you for having it. So you're afraid. There's a lot of fear that comes up for you and anxiety around how your partner might see you, 
right? So that could be good information for you to have because maybe there's an opportunity to talk with your partner about this kink or fetish and see if they're open to exploring it with you or see if they are willing to experiment and try it out because you might be surprised. You may find that you know, your partner is more open and you know, more willing to try things and satisfy you than, than you may have assumed that they weren't, okay? So there's another concept that I want to share with you. You may have heard this before, and it's called having a hall pass. So again, this is a, this is a form of being not open, not closed, but having some way to have an extra opportunity to be engaging with another man without making your relationship fully open. So I think of having the hall pass as like a semi-open relationship, okay? So if you're wondering what a hall pass is, basically it means that you are given permission with conditions on it to engage sexually with another man, okay? So I remember once I had, uh, a while back, I had met a man and um, there was attraction. We got to know each other and uh, I was asking him if, you know, he was in a relationship and he said he was. And I said, oh, okay, are you in an open relationship? He said, well, no, we're not really open, but we do give each other a hall pass. And I asked him, what does that even mean? He said, well, every, every year we are allowed, once a year, we're allowed to uh, engage sexually with one person for one one condition, like one time, a one-time thing. And I thought, oh, that was very interesting. And um, I asked him if, if he discloses to his partner about when they use each other's hall pass. And he said they did. They do tell each other, hey, I used my hall pass, like I was attracted to this guy and we hooked up. And I think that this can be really healthy in a relationship. This can be a really wonderful Thing to explore with your partner because we're all human and we all have the urge to perhaps pursue someone sexually or touch someone. Um, it doesn't have to be full um, anal sex. It could be something maybe not as, not as complete as that, just but still some form of physical interaction. So rather than having this fear or feeling like you always had to hide or be concerned about cheating, his partner decided to grant each other this idea of having a hall pass. Um, and their condition was one time a year they could do that. So you can think with your partner, the guys you're dating, if you were to have a hall pass, would that be something that would help create trust and bring you together and allow you the freedom to be yourself in the relationship? And if so, if you do want the hall pass, what would the conditions be around it? Would you be allowed to have a hall pass maybe maybe every month or perhaps once a year or maybe twice a year. And then if you do use your hall pass, do you want your partner to know about it? Okay. Do you, do you want to know that your partner used their hall pass? Maybe you're better off not knowing. Um, and you'd rather not because you know, it might bring up jealousy or concern for you, but you just have the trust that, okay, I know my partner, they have a hall pass once a year. They're going to, they, they're able to use it. Um, but I'd prefer not to know the ins and outs of what happened, okay? Like for me, if I were to ever have a hall pass in a relationship, sexual health is very important for me. So personally, if my partner were to use a hall pass and sleep with someone, I absolutely would want to know because I would want to know if they um, 
I would want to know because I'd want them, my partner to get tested. I'd probably want to wait until they got, you know, negative test results before I engaged them sexually again. And if, and personally, again, if I had a partner and we used the hall pass um, concept, I would want my, I would require that my partner use um, a condom. Okay. They'd have to engage in safe sex. Um, I would not be comfortable if my partner was using a hall pass and he was having unprotected sex. So these are questions that are important to explore for you because what might be important for me might not be the same importance for you, okay? So do keep in mind though, I want to urge you all to keep in mind sexual health, okay? You may, maybe you do want your, your partner can have other people they sleep, sleep with and maybe you want them, if that's gonna be the case, you want them to be on prep or you want them to use condoms. That's totally your call. So, all of this, now that I've talked about different types of open relationships, of course, it's still okay and it's completely fine and can be completely healthy and possible to have a long-term closed relationships. In my previous long-term relationships, they've all been closed. They've, I guess you can say they've been a bit traditional in that way. Um, and when I, was, when I was with my partners that I've been in long-term relationships with, I really never had the desire to, to date other men, to see other men, to communicate with other men, um, both physically and also digitally. So sometimes you might think you know what you want, but then when you get into it, you're like, I, I thought that I wanted to be open, but actually I'm totally satisfied with, with uh, this one person that I'm with. And I, I think one of the reasons why I've had those dynamics where I've been happily in closed relationships is because everything's on the table. Like all, of the, all of the desires we have, the values we have, the, the kinks, the fetishes, whatever it is, all the things we want to explore sexually, I've been very open with my previous partners about those things. And um, they've been very open as well and been um, willing to try and experiment with things. So I just never had the desire to open my relationships. And also, as I shared earlier, that sexual health part is very important. I like having the trust and the intimacy that comes from just having um, one partner that I'm physically with. Now, digitally, this, this digital world we're in now, it creates so much possibility because you're still able to, and you can engage with other people, other men, and you don't have to worry about the risk of, of getting some kind of ST, STI or something, okay? So there's a lot to explore with this. There's a lot to consider. It's important to talk about these things with your partner. Just because someone says they want to be in an open relationship, right? Their idea of open is going to be different from yours, Okay, just because you want closed and they want open doesn't mean you're incompatible. Maybe there's a middle ground. Maybe they you want to be you're willing to be digitally open, right? And they're okay with that too. So explore this with your partner. Don't just write someone off because they say they prefer open and you prefer closed. There's many different ways that you can create something in the middle. Now, I want to end this episode by talking about cheating. All right, so cheating can be traumatic, it can be painful, it could be so devastating for someone. Um, I've never personally had a partner cheat on me to my knowledge, but I've had many, most of the guys that I've dated, they've been cheated on. And if you've been cheated on, you probably know just how painful that was for you. There is no reason to cheat, okay? There's really no reason to cheat when you are 
clear about what you want and what you're okay with. Now, if you're someone listening to this who has cheated on a partner or previous partner, then I want you to think about what it could look like in a future relationship if you were just simply open with your guy you're dating about what you're wanting. So rather than cheating, you can just say, listen to your partner, you know, I'm really wanting more sex or I'm really, I'm really desiring more sex, but I don't feel like I'm getting it. Or I feel like my sexual desires aren't really being met. Can we explore how to, how to change that? Okay. And I think it's just way better and healthier for you and your partner to put it all on the table, talk about what you want. And if your partner is unable to give that, then you get to decide if you want to stay in the relationship. If your partner is willing to change the status of the relationship from being perhaps closed to open or leaving the relationship. So for example, right, maybe you, you start out, you're in a close relationship, you're with your partner, things are going great. And then five years go by and you realize that you have a certain type of kink or fetish or your partner is not really wanting to have sex as frequently as you want to have sex. They prefer to have sex once a week. You want to have sex five times a week. So have a conversation with your partner about that. Say, listen, I, I, I want more sex. Are you willing to give me more sex? Or I have this kink. Are you willing to explore this with me? And your partner has the freedom to say yes or no. And if they say yes, great. If they say no, then instead of cheating and hiding truth, you can say, okay, well, how could we work this out? Can we open the relationship so I can get my sexual needs met? Can I um, find men that can fulfill this kink or fantasy or fetish that I have? I think it's so much healthier and you could, you could stay in a relationship by having that openness. And your partner may say, yes, you know what? I want to have sex once a week. Clearly you want to have sex more. So go on and I want you to have sex with with the frequency that you want to have with, with other people. There's a win-win there. But your partner might say, you know what? No, I don't, I don't want to have sex with you more than once a week, and I don't want you to be having sex with other men. Okay, so that's just information. That's all information. Again, rather than cheating, rather than cheating, you can decide to end the relationship because it's simply a matter of here's what I want, Here's what you want. There's no longer a match there. So the best thing we both can do is end the relationship. And that way you get to now get what you want without cheating, without hiding anything or lying um, to your partner. So there's no, re- there's no reason to cheat when you, have the, when you have the ability to talk openly with your partner. Okay? Now, I want to also say that if you're in a closed relationship... It's normal to have attraction towards other humans, right? It would be absurd to expect your partner to only think that you are attractive and never notice another guy, okay? It would be really unrealistic to expect that of someone. So if you're in a relationship right now or if you've been in a relationship, I'm sure that the guy you've been with has found other men attractive even while you were together. And that's just the reality of how human beings are. But I want to say that if you're in a closed relationship and you do feel the urge to become intimate with another person, maybe there's someone in particular, again, rather than cheating, notice that urge Right? It's okay to have the fantasy. It's okay to have the, the thought in your mind. 
But if you find that that urge doesn't go away or if that fantasy stays there, that might be something to bring up with your partner. Of course, don't give in to that urge right away because that would dishonor your relationship if you're in a closed relationship. It's normal to have the urge. It's normal to have attraction to other men when you're in a relationship. But it's not normal to give in to the urge right away. Okay? So notice the urge. See how you can live with it. And if it's something that keeps coming up for you, it's important to talk about it openly with your partner and explore it and see how you can navigate moving forward, okay? A lot of you are afraid to have these conversations. You might hear a theme in this episode. A lot of this is about having the conversations with your partner, just talking through it. You might be pleasantly surprised at what he says and what he's okay with, all right? Okay, so had a lot to say there. Thank you so much for listening. Now, so many of you have been messaging me on Instagram and sending wonderful things about how this podcast has transformed you and helped you get clear about what you want in a relationship and helped you navigate the completion of a previous relationship. And I love getting those messages. And what I want to tell you all is that the best gesture that you can make to show how much of an impact this podcast has created for you is to please leave it a five-star review on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, on whatever platform you are listening to this podcast on. It takes you no more than a minute. So please, please, please do leave this podcast a five-star review. The more positive reviews we get, the more motivated I am to make more episodes. So a lot of you have said, when are we going to have new episodes? When are we going to have new episodes? The more of those positive comments and reviews and and, uh, um, remarks you all make, on the podcasting platforms certainly is a great motivator to produce more. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode on open versus closed relationships. Keep tuning in and remember he's on his way. If you liked this podcast and you want to take your growth and transformation to the next level, I want to share with you my brand new podcast called Life Coaching Secrets. It's where you will learn the exact tools I use to become confident, attract quality men, and even create a successful business. Head over to the Life Coaching Secrets podcast to get started. I'll see you there.